0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: And I'm still smiling from that yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max.
0: That escalated quickly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and put that trophy on the screen, Key. There it is.
1: ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 8, ESPN 2. Look at that trophy. We won it as a team, guys. Oh, what? Hey, you want to hear something from Stats Incredible? Sure. Jay will scored 10 of Key and Jay's 11 <laughs> points. That's 91%. He also had 10 of the 15 total points in the game. Stats Incredible is brought to you by My Computer <laughs> Career Training for a Better
0: Life. Uh, do I get credit for the assist as well? Two key for Jay. This is a team. Five, we don't yeah. look at who did what. We but, all
1: key scored a point. I did what I did, and you also made your contribution. No, you try just to be come happy in with the win. end
0: and hold the trophy like that owner. He said an yes, that's owner right. that has nothing right. to do. Did first, you I,
2: look at him with the tie. He's an owner. Yeah, with the tie way,
0: especially. Don't know
2: way. anything about the damn sport, but you right. come in and grab the trophy. That's right. He's, He's an, an owner. owner,
3: according to ESPN stats and information. Uh, Jay scored or assisted on all. Te- all eleven of Key and J's points, <laughs> well or, or, or he, assisted.
1: It's
2: he, almost well, like he's, he's good at he's basketball. A, he's two-time Naismith Player of the Year, second-round pick of the NBA draft, second pick of NBA. No, draft. second. Get it correct. Yeah, second I, yeah, pick just, of uh, the NBA draft. Major difference.
0: <laughs> he should. It's, it's like calling you a first-round pick. You're the first pick. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll correct that.
2: <laughs> all right. Second pick of the first round. Had it not been for an eight-foot dude, he would have been the first pick overall.
0: That is correct.
1: Eight Yow foot me. dude representing billions China. of dollars in business Jeez. with the well, largest the emerging reason. economy, but
2: that's not, <laughs> not the reason he was number one, though. Max he yeah, was number one because he was eight tall. feet tall. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. By the way, the most uh, the the most entertaining part of I yesterday feel stretching. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I did wake up sore. My calf was sore. I'm like, damn, what happened out yeah, there? A lot
2: of a lot of muscles I did not know I had. <laughs>
0: the thing that really went viral yesterday was Max's free throw shot. Oh my god. My elbow, okay. Max, for, I, I got so yeah, my I form. To my here. form was perfect, I'm, by no, the way. No, it was not. Oh, it wasn't. We're, Let Max me tell you what I do. Throws. Max's yeah. guide hand. You know, yeah. your guide hand is supposed yeah. to be on the side of the ball, right? And as you shoot, you're supposed to take your guide hand off. Yeah, here it is. Max's guide hand was on here the back is. of the ball. Look, that's right. It goes to the that's back. A- <laughs> and you got the Bill right. Why do you do the shoulders like that? And then What's you hold it. You well, got, I was going to do it. I did it with my eyes closed. I see. Now you move the guide hand. Now
1: you jump. <laughs> yeah, I know, like a little jump shot. I, well,
0: the, the jump was a That's little That's what bit. little kids do when they're in yeah. toddler basketball. Well,
1: I like to go to my daughter's skills development league and study the, 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 the kids who have not yet had instruction because the purity of their shot is reflected. My elbow still hurts because I put up about
0: 200 free throws the day before my elbow still hurts. I just can no longer have you commentate on Stephen Curry's legacy. Oh. Listen. If we're talking about uh, If you think that uh, would we, make we, me gun shy at all. Are, uh, we are talking about the greatest shooter. After seeing right. that shot. That's right. Do you realize how it won't stop that me? It won't
1: even slow me down, <laughs> Jay. I know it yeah. won't. That's yeah. Do, I have to Do say you appreciate
2: it. now how hard that must be?
0: Ah. Easy. I, I would have hit my next one. You say you were gonna make it with your eyes closed and you shot it with your eyes open. Jay. I hit. I hit. I made it with my eyes closed. No, no, I you, shot it with my eyes closed, and then, and then I opened like, them. You held it like Bill Cartwright. I, 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 <laughs> you held it? You held it? I was like, Line viola- lane violation. Yeah. Lane violation. Yeah. It was the
1: holding uh, part. That was. It looks, I look like such an old man, too, doing it. It's really a sad sight. So There's there it is. the hold,
0: there it is. There's the hold. You actually
1: don't look like an old
2: man. You seriously look like a kid. Yeah. who parents decided to allow him to run the team because they got older. That's what you look like. <laughs> it very much
0: fits in with the theme of New York. Yeah. You know what I mean, Chuck? Dole ah, and-
2: Max Kellerman, why don't you run the team for mom and dad
1: and everybody? What well, I, I want to know is what my left hand was doing there.
0: It was like kind of like right. spazzing off to the side and then down. Well, between that and then, I mean, it was like three possessions in and Barton and Allen are just breathing hard. I'm looking at Key. I'm like, Key, come on, let's do some pick and roll. Key's like, I don't
1: got it. Key, first of all, Jay is <laughs> playing games. You're playing around. You're messing with Freddie Coleman, the ref. You're messing with Alan Hahn. I got the call ball for after...
0: a technical foul in a two on two. You game.
1: were messing with everyone a to
2: put on screen.
0: a show. A, a moving text- screen, screen. Freddie Coleman. A, I got moving screen. For a moving screen. A moving screen. What the hell? A moving <laughs> screen. I think this is the play. Uh, and then I slipped. <laughs> and Bart just threw you out.
2: Damn. No, it's a slip. foul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at a
0: certain point,
1: it was like you guys had like five points and Keith's breathing old. heavy, and I'm like, Jake, man,
0: it's was, it was 2-11. It seemed like a long way to go.
2: <laughs> Freddie <laughs> Coleman looking like a broke-down pimp <laughs> refit.
0: <laughs> Only referee from the Washington Heights I've ever met, man, with the fedora on. But it was fun. and we, uh, He fat. was like a Scott Foster, man. I'm telling yeah. you, the game it was, like Honest, the game was rigged. Honest Freddie Coleman
1: wouldn't rig the game. The game
0: was rigged. I got called for two fouls, a technical foul. Well. I mean, how many free throws you giving Barton on? Free throws. That counted yeah, for a yeah, point. We went to I'm the line sure. one
3: time. I'm not sure calling a moving screen – in a two on two game is 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 cool. Like that's kind of the ref making it about him. Mm. Like a little bit of a ref mm. show there from, mm. from from Freddie Valentine. That's what I'm gonna start calling him. Because <laughs> it reminded Valentine. me of Teddy like, Valentine, T V <laughs> Teddy. But like like Freddie Valentine <clears throat> calls a moving screen here on key. Like he's not moving. That that's just him making an ump show. Yeah, I see like Bart, that's Bart like in cool, Little League. T- Bart pulled you. That's like calling cow. batter interference in Little League.
0: Mm. Yeah, and that's what, that's what got it right there, the slamming of the ball. For when you see Bart film. in a tank top, you know why he played football. He looks some, like some people are Black shaped Hulk. to play football. The dude is massive. Yeah. Well, by the way, so this is where I knew. That. I, I said, Key, we're good. When we were warming up, you know, everybody's out there joshing around, playing around and stuff. And I saw Alan and Bart shoot some warm-up shots. I said, Key. I thought Alan I had a nice looked. soft touch when on the on the shot. <laughs> you would think that. I know, <laughs> if you look at my shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, Key. Oh, that was that was a chippy, Key. You missed that chippy. Man, that was the one.
2: You know how damn tired I was talking about the chippy. <laughs> I was so tired, man.
0: <laughs> Barb made that three. He the, thought it was good. After uh. the
2: steal, after the steal, I should have just shot straight through
0: the lane. I was too tired. Dude, that, 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 that was it? Yeah, that was the bucket right there. Look, <laughs> You couldn't even give me a dab. Oh <laughs> Look how tired you are. And, it's like, and he said, key, Jay, take
1: it. Key Jay, looks like it. someone back from on old-timers day. Been retired for about five years. Wait, no. Watch
0: the end. The end is the best. So key pay, so I know Key's like, all right, Jay, it's time. I'm like, all right, I got it. So now I'm expecting Bart to play some defense. Now watch Key at the end. The ball goes in. Key automatically starts walking to the sidelines. Like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to do the post-game interview. He untucks the jersey. He's done. Man,
2: I'm so damn tired. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, you know how tiring that is, man. Obviously, you do. But.
0: God. And Alan Hahn took it very personal. I mean, Alan Hahn is just, I mean, he's hes hes trying to dunk. He, he's just, I felt bad for him. He didn't <laughs> score a point. Last night You could tell him, it meant something to him. He's trying to, he's like, oh, man, I just, I'm like, it's. it's well, the this, thing is, it's this,
1: like Bart it's, started the whole thing. He talked him into it. And look, Bart's fine. Alan's like destroyed by it. And Bart's
0: like, it's nothing to him. <laughs> he got whooped
1: up. He's fine. Bart came out
4: with the,
0: the thick ass. No, nah, ankle braces on. I am see I'm, I'm bar- i don't know when
2: the last time I seen somebody wear ankle braces.
0: Like, he had everything on. <laughs> like, the,
2: the gear. I'm
0: like, see, I, you don't hurt somebody. I can't.
1: <sighs> Tomorrow at 6.30 and 7.30 on ESPN2, you'll be able to watch everything from oh. the two-on-two game yesterday. Oh, we're
0: making it live. We're making it for everybody. He and J
1: it. versus Barton Hahn. And, Han. and the, the important thing is that KJM, that's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max won. We won as a that's team. The owner. the owner, you'll be able to hear the game right so many, here so on ESPN Radio.
0: Discuss on that. Yeah. <laughs> but we won't go there yet. <laughs> the white owner, I'm like, hey, my team. I'm like, oh, that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're doing, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Typical owner.
1: Uh, first of all, you have cover. I'm here, so you can say what you want. You know what I'm saying? You have cover. These are my dudes. Anyone in a certain community that might be offended, these are my guys. I can say oh, whatever they want. Alone, I didn't
2: man. say anything. Well, I'm, I'm just, just saying you have.
1: Owner. I'm just saying you have cover. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. that's all. I'm saying. <laughs> guess you say what Never you played
2: say. a damn game in their just life. Came out yeah. of, came nowhere, out of just, nowhere and hold yeah. the trophy. <laughs>
1: What else do they, they have? Made in interview
2: all about him. What else
1: do they have? In Never assembled.
2: First of all, they didn't even put the team together. together. They I don't even know half the guys. When on the team. we
1: brought Keyshawn and Jay will we, into this organization, yeah, when we brought we,
2: Keyshawn from L. A. Yeah, <laughs>
1: in, in from L. A.
0: This, these were the kind of moments we had envisioned. Max, before we go to break, yeah. tell tell everybody in line. You said yesterday. Key, you scored. Jay, you know, you contributed. Yeah. Listen,
1: we all played our parts in, on this team, on KJM. <laughs> we don't point to who gets the credit and who gets the blame. Keyshawn scored. He played defense.
0: I did what I did. And also Jay also contributed to the win. We all contributed <laughs> to the win in
1: one way or another.
0: So good at like it. a
1: damn owner.
0: Oh, he's a New York City hustler. So So good at
1: it. Don't forget, you want to watch this game tomorrow, 630 and 730 <laughs> ESPN2. You'll be able to watch everything. From our two-on-two game, (laughs) the trophy resides right here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max.
0: I can't. I can't.
1: After all the work that's gone in, all the pain the last couple of years with the injuries and the roster changes and player development, just really happy for everybody. They
2: got, you know, two of the best shooters of all time, and, you know, they move the ball well and and feed off each other. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
3: to get 10% off your first month that's better help slash unsportsmanlike
1: so um jason or madden yeah well oh, yeah yeah we were gonna yeah so john madden will appear on the madden cover for the first time since 2000 dope. um Passed away, of course, in December at 85 years old. The cover of the All Madden Edition, guys, has a similar look, a similar-looking young John Madden holding a football, busting through what it appears to be a paper full of X's and O's. And on the side of the cover in white lettering, it's thanks, coach. And that's, like, Madden football. That shit, like... Yo, it changed everything. It changed everything. I think it made the NFL more popular. It made video games more popular. Like, uh, it changed everything. Yeah, it certainly made video games more
2: popular. And Madden as a whole made the NFL more popular. I mean, he was the first guy that did the telestration that I can remember. I, I, in fact, yeah, I believe he was the first guy to do the telestration um, when he was working with with uh, Pat Summerall and they were doing CBS and he would, you know, do the whole telestration deal. But, you know, so many times in the in the marketing space, people get it wrong when they – so many times, they get it wrong. And in this situation, they got it right by putting him on the cover. Right. You know, there's some marketing genius, Jay, who mm-hmm. says, oh, he just doesn't even think of the importance of John Madden to football. They come up with, oh, well, maybe we should put Aaron Donald or we should put Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Donald, and Tom Brady coming back. We should put them on the cover. Well, it's a, this the one number right. one thing so, is
0: don't screw it up. Don't right? screw it up, yeah. yeah. But you know what's crazy about it, though, is like for me – like, I grew up playing Madden, and I used to joke around with Key. Like, yo, I played Pop Warner. I got Pop one time. I was like, yo, this is not – this sport right. is not for me. Right. But, like, I never knew who John Madden was because all I thought was Madden the video game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Until like, know the Raiders coach, nothing, it, right? Yeah. Nothing,
0: yeah. any of that. Until you start doing – my dad's like, you know he was one of them. It's almost like – it's similar um, – it's like Dick Vitale to a degree. Like, will be like, oh, Dick Vitale, college basketball. But, like, for me, like, I didn't know Dick Vitale coach right. back in the day. Right. You know what that meant? So it just – it – Transcended the game. You know, there's which elevated the game. Madden's interface, too, the way it looks and feels when you play
1: it, even just like like flipping through the players and stuff. There was a video game, EA Sports for Baseball, MVP 2005. MVP two, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about and, this one. and to this day, I'll still pop that in and, and, and flip around a little bit, just like look at it a little, mess with it a little, because it reminds the interface is basically Madden, right? Yeah. They got it so perfect
0: start I, I, learn, by learning what coverage i'm gonna everything. go cop
1: madden because if you really want to learn the league go play madden exactly. for a little while go, and, and you'll figure out who's on you know who can do what they <laughs> get
0: it pretty good key when's the last time you played madden mm. last
1: last year i think
0: last right? year it up. was last year i played oh, the, madden.
2: The, match right. the pro bowl That's
0: What's up? yeah it was a pro bowl g sean so, so. j will and max the podcast
3: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: Some of the things we had some preparation with Miami off-ball actions. Now we're taking it to a, another level with the, their execution and their shooters. Just
0: respect in terms of understanding what he brings to the table and that end of the floor. He's relentless. He's physical. He's smart. Finds a, you know, a way to be in the right place at the right time. So we got to make it as tough as possible and, you know, make sure nothing is easy because if it's easy, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough tough time. Hey, 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 hey. y'all yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Keyshawn Jay Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. And it is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Clay Thompson, guys. Back in the NBA Finals. There's some dudes you think would be great in any era. I think Clay Thompson would be great in any era. He has an old school mentality. He can shoot. He can handle for a guy who can shoot at the two guard mm-hmm. position. He defends everything. He would have been a
2: thirteen assist a game guy with back in the day, probably would have had average twelve and
0: thirteen. <laughs> right. What do you mean?
2: Twelve points, thirteen assists. That's probably what he would have been able to do back in the day because of the style. Style? Maybe, yeah, the made, style.
0: Maybe twelve rebounds. Yeah, he would have got like a yeah. bunch of boards
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah,
0: yeah, because his size frame, how he plays. Is there
1: anyone in NBA history? Forget about who could get hotter, who could get as hot as Clay Thompson. I think he gets hotter than any player who ever lived. When he's feeling it, on no dribbles, fills it up in the blink of an eye.
0: So I, I just want to state this because I think it's very important and it's personal for me because uh, you guys know I've been through a, like a, a lot of. Um, surgeries and things with my leg and things of that sort. Yo, to come back from a torn Achilles, right? Like, we, we, we see Achilles wipe people out. I mean, even what KD's been able to do up for torn Achilles, that, that's one thing. But a, a torn ACL in combination with the torn Achilles, after not playing basketball for two years pretty much, this dude is back in the NBA Finals. And when you think about it, he's been to six straight NBA Finals. Straight? If you discount the two years he did not play, Uh, it's absolutely incredible. And we're going to talk about Steph. We're going to talk about legacy, top 10. We're going to talk about, you know, dynasty for the Golden State Warriors. We're going to talk about the Celtics and the history with the Lakers and who has more championships. But this story will be so understated, the fact that he's in the NBA Finals, and he may not be who he was two years ago, but to still be a version of yourself and to still have some of the games he's had. It ain't a coincidence on, that
1: man. he's back and they it's are. So yeah. special.
2: But, but CJ, you said, right, be the guy he was two years ago. What I saw that last outing, did what like what looked
1: different? On the offensive end. He, yeah. On a, well, his even on, on the
2: up, defensive end, he was still cool.
1: Yeah, he was but cool, but he was, but he was, but he was
0: the best. True. He was probably the best wing. He was in the conversation for best wing defender uh, no, under, of the guys years, who score. Yes. Yeah. Him is, Kawhi, is, they were which in that is conversation. true, But
2: if you look at the last game out. I didn't see anything different. It looked the same to me. Mm. It uh, offense
0: end and on it. It just didn't seem like he did anything different. It's still, it still. It looks different to me because when Clay used to get up underneath you, he would be so fast laterally that yo you would that you wouldn't be able to breathe, man. Mm. Like he was so good at that, and he can still get up underneath you through moments. But the lateral pop that he used to have was so elite. It's not there like it used Achilles, to be. The
1: Achilles, what I noticed from the Achilles is That's okay though. guys can come back
0: from it nowadays
1: much better than they used to, except for Dominique was the one guy mm-hmm. who could otherwise used to end careers. But where it affects them is on the defensive end. Even when they're willing to play it, they don't seem to be as good on the defensive end after that but, injury.
0: But here's the thing that makes you worried about the Warriors moving forward. And I've said this, like, we played in our two-on-two game yesterday. I can't move the same way I moved, you know, 19 years ago but I can still shoot that thing wow. very close to it, right? Mm-hmm. So when you, got, when you have a handle and you can shoot that thing and you play continuity basketball, you can play this game a long time because you can space out the floor and then you have the young pups and Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole that can open things up, get to the rock. See, it that's creates the a big, different dynamic. The, the big
1: difference on this team to me of the, of the non-KD Warriors teams, the only thing you could really do against those Warriors teams pre-KD was, and it's not that Clay can't handle and make decisions. He can. But if he's doing that, that's not exactly what you want as the Warriors, right? So if you could force Clay to put the ball on the floor and make decisions with the ball, and it's still not a great option, but it's better than other options, right? Now they have Poole and Wiggins. There are too many dudes who can do what you need them to do on that team.
2: See, I think what has happened to y'all, though, Jay, is because of his injuries, y'all looking at it and saying, you don't want him to do this, you don't want him to do that. He can't do this or he can't do that. I'm watching this dude from two years ago, and I'm watching him over the last several weeks. He looks like the same guy to me. He can put the ball on the floor if he needs to off a dribble. He can pull it. He can catch and shoot. He may not be getting all the way underneath guys yet, but I bet you in this series coming up against Boston, that's going to change. There's
1: an expression. It's a difference of degree, not kind. And I think that's what you're saying like he's still Clay Thompson. You may say he's a degrees different than he used to be but he's still basically Clay Thompson, right? He still yes. shoots it, he's still willing okay. to play defense, he's still long.
0: I, I I think what I'm saying it's I'm not saying that he's worse. I I I'm appreciating it. No. Like cuz often to to compensate off a torn ACL and then have a torn Achilles yeah, on crazy. different legs like, I'm a, I'm sitting here applauding this man, and I'm saying even if he's slightly off with his lateral quickness, what he is doing deserves so much praise because it's phenomenal.
1: Here he is on oh, – well, listen to Clay. Listen to Clay talk about this season right now. A lot of us don't uh, look back on 2019 and 2016 with great uh, reverence. We kind of yeah. look back on it with a little more pain in our eyes and a little heartache because we know how hard it is to – lose a game seven in NBA finals or a game six. So we want to obviously win the last game of the year and then we can, you know, that does mark a great season, obviously. But if we
0: lose, it was still a good season, but it wasn't great. I'm just saying, man, this dude was on the sideline. He was doing broadcasting. He talked about it. Uh, I know a lot of people very close to Clay, how difficult it was for him. And even think about the, the margin of getting to a championship game is so slim because when Clay came back this year, the same game he came back. His first game is when Draymond went out, and then when Dray was coming back, then Steph went out due to the Marcus Smart diving on his leg. So it, it, it's been kind of disjointed for most of the year. But now they're actually healthy nope. when it matters the most.
1: Kendra Andrews was on this just in 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN uh, yesterday, I'm and told of you. me she you had didn't spoke- say handsome host. I'm well, I you. see. I know I can I'm rely on one of you to mention that now. Um, and and. She had spoken to Draymond Green, and Dray, I thought, made a great point, as he often does, which is the Warriors teams in the past had veterans, but their best players weren't their most experienced players. Very good players on the team, like Iguodala, were experienced, but their very best Now. Their Their best players are also their most experienced players, championship tested. And in addition to that, they got young, athletic supporting cast. It's going to be a problem. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. The NBA Finals are on ESPN Radio. Tune in for game one tonight as the Warriors host the Celtics, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Are we overlooking... A key component to the Celtics' run to the finals. The
0: NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio from the play in tournament.
2: Bring it the horn, has got it! Got it!
0: Until a champion is crowned at the finals, the NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. This
1: is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Jay's got his run in the point of the top five storylines of the
0: NBA Finals. Let's do it, Yates. There we go, number five. Look, people are going to talk about Stephen Curry, his legacy, horrible. Let's not do that, please. Let's talk about basketball. Let's talk about breakdowns. And let's give Clay Thompson... A lot of love. One of the most understated stories in all of sports. The guy didn't play basketball for 940 days. He's had a torn ACL, a torn Achilles. And now here we are in May finding himself, I'm sorry, in June, finding himself back in his six straight NBA finals. Did you hear me? Six straight NBA finals. Has he lost a little bit of a step Yes, because I'm a basketball guy who plays basketball at a very high level. Slightly, but to the common eye, you would never see it. The fact that he is still a primary defender, the fact that he can still shoot that thing and do things off the dribble, kudos to you, Klay Thompson. Cheers to you, my brother. Keep thriving and having a successful NBA Finals. Next up, I'm getting number At four. Number four, Smart versus Curry. Did you know that over eight years, Marcus Smart, as a primary defender, has held Stephen Curry to 29% shooting overall. Wow. There's a guy next to me named Max Kellerman, who every single day I hear about Stephen Curry and about doing it in the biggest moments. Well, if you are a person on that side of the fight, You are going to pay attention to the fact that Marcus Smart has held Stephen Curry to 29% shooting over the last eight years. And you're going to pay attention to that matchup because you want to see Stephen Curry, who's averaging 27 points pretty much in the NBA Finals, be Stephen Curry with that shot, boy. You want to see it. And we're going to get a chance to see it coming up. Next up. At three. Celtics' 18th title. So, look. LeBron James says something the other day, and, yeah, I'm finding a way to bring LeBron James into the conversation. You may not like it, but I don't care. LeBron James six years ago said, you put my mother on the floor. If she were to wear a Boston Celtics uniform, I want to break her face. This rivalry is so real. And the fact that Bron is at home watching this Celtics team have a chance to go for their 18th world championship, let's not act like that's not a massive story and Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. This is a core that's going to be around for a long time. Let's get used to talking about the Boston Celtics once again being in the championship conversation. Next up. At two. So, MA Udoka, let's talk about teams like Detroit, teams like Indiana, teams like Cleveland that all passed over him. Let's talk about the coaching tree he comes from. Greg Popovich, he was with the 76ers. He was across the East River with the Brooklyn Nets. And now he has the Celtics, and he's trying to become the fourth first-year head, first head coach in the past eight seasons to win a title, to put his name in the same conversation with Steve Kerr, Ty Lue, and Nick Nurse. That is the trajectory of where MAU Udoka is going as a first-year head coach in the NBA. Cheers, U.M.A. Next up. And running point. The golden opportunity. This blew my mind last night, coming back from the Rangers game, reading this, because I never thought it. Golden opportunity, Max and Key. Seeking their fourth NBA championship in eight seasons and seventh overall for the Golden State Warriors. If they were to get their seventh overall, they would pass the Chicago Bulls for sole possession of third place all time for NBA championships, only behind the Lakers and the Celtics. You talk about dynasties. Oh, that that's going to start to be a conversation if these dudes get it done. We're going to start talking about Draymond Green, Stephen Curry, and Klay Thompson. We can talk about it. like of MJ, Scotty, Dennis Rodman, those those trios of the best of the best, you're going to start mentioning their name in that conversation. The
1: Progressive NBA Snapshot brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com.
0: That conversation is not already. Well, you would say that because Jordan got six, right? Like yeah. they got six, like Steph, Clay, and Draymond. This would have been their fourth, but still, as a franchise history of the franchise, it, it kind of ignites or starts. Yeah, the conversation. I, I, guess, I guess. There's still we, a lot more work for them to do. Yeah, it just it it, it talks about it to a degree.
2: No, I think as from the individual standpoint, as players, not the franchise, so to speak, as players though, they 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 will have had four. Now they've got three. It's almost like the conversation is already started on you know, when you got three, that's a lot. Well, right. M-
0: MJ Scotty and Dennis got three in three years, which was and MJ Sur- Grant
1: and Pippen got three in three years. I understand yeah. I understand the years. MJ of- Scotty and, and Grant got three in three years and then Horace Grant. And then M J Scottie and and and, and, Dennis. and and Dennis got three. You know, years. No, I guess yeah. three yeah. three years Grant is
2: obviously great, but to have three, I don't give a damn when you got them. I hear you. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm got with a you. lot of dudes walking around with NBA jackets on. Yeah. that got three world championships. No, they
0: most six, got zero. Dennis is six NBA finals in eight years, and then you start thinking about the two times that they didn't get it. They could have got it. Look, I, I, your it, last it, it,
1: point on the Warriors is interesting. And we're going to talk about the Celtics a little later in the show and what that – because, you know, with Warriors getting seven championships, you go, oh, but they're so far behind the Lakers and Celtics. It is a long way. But when I was a kid –
0: crazy, Just to let you know
1: how this happens. When I was a kid, the Celtics were on 13 and the Lakers were on like six. And they were never going to catch the Celtics. So the Celtics were twice – more than double them, right? And here we are. You know, a bunch of decades later, they're both sitting on 17. We're going to get into what it would mean for the Celtics to win their 18th a little later in the show. But, guys, listen to Jason Tatum talk about the Warriors and what they have on that team right now.
2: They got, you know, two of the best shooters of all time, and, you know, they move the ball well and and feed off each other. Uh, You know, so we got to make it as tough as possible and, you know, make sure nothing is easy, because if it's easy, it's going to be a tough, tough time.
1: Jay, you brought up something I think we should talk about right now, which is Steph Curry and Marcus Smart. Right? You've convinced me that it's not Steph or Tatum, but Marcus Smart, who's the most important player in this series. And we could talk about why, because on the offensive end, in addition to being fatigued because he's going to have to chase Curry all around, what that means. But let's just focus on what this means for Steph Curry. You said it. Marcus Smart holds him to 29%, 29% shooting, the greatest shooting. shooter ever? What kind of a challenge? Like, is this Steph Curry's greatest challenge, considering the team is deep in everything, but... They're going to sit the guy on him who does better on him
0: than anyone else? So I've been saying this over the last five days. I said that the Golden State Warriors and Stephen Curry, this is his greatest challenge individually against the Defensive Player of the Year at the same position. And historically, this is the best team they've ever met defensively, metric-wise, in the NBA Finals. So you have five switchable guys that all communicate. And even with their continuity, like, There is the physicality that the Boston Celtics bring to the table. Now, look, Marcus Smart is hobbled up. He's had the ankle injury, the quad injury, the foot injury, all on the same leg. Pretty much in the last series against the Heat, he was playing on one leg, right? So that is a question coming into this, the health of Marcus Smart. But if there's a guy individually that you think is the kryptonite to Stephen Curry, you couldn't ask for a better matchup for the Boston Celtics. You can't.
2: Yeah, I think when you look at it from Jay's standpoint, you talk about – Smart having to play both ends of the floor. That is, that that is, in my opinion, going to favor Steph because mm-hmm. he's also got to run the offense and put everybody in position for the Celtics. And then he has to go on the other end of the floor and chase Steph around, fight through screens, go, all, all of those sort of things. So he's got his work cut out for him for sure. But you're right, Jay. I think as I started to think about it in those championships that they did win or they lost, this is – probably the best defensive team that they will have faced.
0: And, hey Max, this is how you have to do it. So, if you're if you're watching the screen, Marcus Smart, whenever Stephen Curry comes off any kind of pin-down action, right, you see him, he gets very physical. You'll always see Marcus Smart with a forearm, like kind of like in the hip mm-hmm. of Stephen Curry, pushing him off position, right? I, I think that's something that's really big going into this finals, pushing somebody off their position for Stephen Curry. And when Steph likes to dance with the ball – like, at times, it seems like he's loose with the ball, but he's not. It's like
1: jamming a receiver he, at the line of scrimmage. All day
0: long. So that, and, and Marcus wants him to take contested, difficult shots. So, think about this, Keith. If I'm coming down and I'm getting us in our offense and say we score, think about how difficult this is from the guard perspective. We score. Say Jason Tatum, like, I come down, I kick the ball to the corner, my momentum's taking me out of bounds, Jason Tatum makes a three. It can't be like, woo, we got a three. It's like, where is Stephen Curry? Where is he at? I got to find him. I got to meet him early. I got to make him work. I got to get him tired. Do you? Do you find it's it? going to be the biggest test mentally for Marcus Smart out of any series he's ever played in his career?
1: I can imagine, and, and then have to, and then have to play instinctual point guard, but also tap tamp down his instinct to score at times, and so he's also kind of got to be in his head. It's a lot for well, Marcus a good Smart. Thing,
2: a good thing about him, though, is he's a guy who's played both ends of the floor his entire career. career. Yeah. So it's it's not something that's new to him. Is just a different challenge, mm. especially having a little bit of an injury.
1: I, I remember when he came out, it was uh, the Lakers won some meaningless game at the end of the season, I think against the Celtics, and as a result wound up with Julius Randle instead of Marcus Smart in the draft. And it they were both happens, good, but I was know? like, uh,
0: I think you want Marcus Smart. Well, I'm gonna uh, tell you, but Max, we have Patrick Beverly uh, up in here and Kawhi Leonard even a couple years yeah. ago. Like, people don't understand the amount of effort you have. Like, Stefan runs over three and a half miles per game. Yeah. Three and a half miles. We were playing 2 on 2 half court yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was and tired watching. Are barely, and dudes are tired, so now imagine no. running down. What no damn dudes. <laughs> I, I was tired. tired.
1: <laughs> I would say Bart was tired, too.
2: So, I, think, I think three of the four were tired. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, just put it that way. So,
1: but he, so this is what's interesting to me about the Series 2, guys, because when you break it down, so BPI, right, ESPN, we have the metrics, like over eighty percent chance for the Celtics to win the series, but wow. Vegas, I got Golden State favors Golden State. Favre. Me too. I don't even know if the series is going seven, but but Vegas favors Golden State. And what's interesting to me about that is this: there's this idea of there was a famous book written once upon a time called "The Madness of Crowds," right? Group hysteria and everything. James Cirawicky, a writer, I don't know. He might be at the I don't know where he is right now, but he he wrote he he had a book he had a book called The Wisdom of Crowds. Okay. And the premise of the book was when a whole bunch of people, when the public all shares and has certain information that everyone knows, and also has their own kind of private information, that group will make better decisions always than the smartest member of that group. Mm. Right? So we all of it. us together are smarter than the smartest one of us. You think? Well, the dumb people would make us the smart ones dumber. No, it, the wisdom of crowds. Right. Vegas, the line, betting line in Vegas reflects the wisdom of crowds because they want equal action on both sides of the line. And if they get the line wrong and the crowd starts moving the line, that will reflect the wisdom of crowds. That's why it's so hard to beat the spread, right? So hard to beat Vegas. How can BPI have it so lopsided for the Celtics and Vegas Still like the Warriors. It's just interesting to me. Chance
0: for them to win the NBA Finals. I don't agree with BPI. I agree with Vegas. Yeah, I I think I I agree agree with with my eyes. How about that? Well, my eyes tell me that Boston is a little bit hobbled up right now, and Mm. another major factor is Robert Williams. You know how will he be? Because when you can be physical, when you can press up on the three-point shooters, and you force them to be two-point threats. When you have a rim protector like Robert Williams, who can not only block shots, but also deter shots. Like, people don't talk about that enough, right? Having a presence, like coming down the lane and seeing Shaq there, just seeing Shaq makes you think about, damn, how am I going to get this shot off? It increases the level of difficulty that you take over that shot
1: threat. So so these are the two best defensive teams in the league. Celtics one, Warriors two. But the Celtics... The two guys you wonder about in terms of how healthy, how close to 100% are they going to be are Marcus Smart and
0: Robert Williams, the two best defenders on the team. Yes. That's a problem, isn't it? It's a problem, but, I mean, they've they've managed. I mean, every team is injured to a degree. We could have another injury during the NBA Finals. How you manage injury determines whether you can be successful or not.
2: But this is a different offense they're going to see, too, though. Agreed. That's that. That's going to be. I mean, a big, the Celtics big, are going to see. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like Jay was saying, you you playing against different teams with injuries and things of that nature, and you could have another injury. Who knows? But let's assume everything stays healthy. This is a different offense. Yeah, they anyway, got it's so awesome. much it's, it's fire. So power. ISO from KD
0: to Kyrie. ISO from Giannis. He has the ball at top of key. Everybody sees it coming. Continuity was a little bit with Miami, but you knew Jimmy Butler had to be prolific. Like you, yo, Clay Thompson can be prolific. Andrew Wiggins has been prolific. Jordan Poole could be prolific. There's a lot more options in the continuity that's system your, which That's run. the
1: best Steph argument. His style means the ball moves. Draymond's style means the ball, ball moves. moves. Clays can score 30 points in a quarter off two dribbles. Don't forget, tomorrow, 6.30 and 7.30 on ESPN2, you'll be able to watch everything from the two-on-two game yesterday with Barton Hahn, Key and Jay versus Barton Hahn. You'll also be able to hear the game right here on ESPN Radio Keyshawn J. Willimax is presented by Progressive Insurance.
0: Saban was smart. He, he acted like it was no big deal. I didn't say anything. He was challenged, and obviously you can, you can call him disingenuous or call him just uh, Nick Saban.
1: It's over with. We're done talking about it, what happens, and we're moving on to the future, what goes on, and try to fix the problems of what we have in college football. We're a lot more pressing needs than our arguments. We're moving on to do what we got. I have no problem. All right. Nick Saban, according to Heather Dinich, guys, they everyone got the memo. Hey, don't 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 start calling out everyone by name and progress by name, right? Nick Saban was kind of <laughs> squirming, kind of walking it back. Jimbo Fisher, and, and Nick Saban is a Bill Belichick disciple, right? But uh, off that tree, but it was Jimbo Fisher key who reminded me of Bill Belichick, kind of buttoned up, not going to really deal with it. going to look forward. He's
2: yeah, I man. What, what good is to continue to just keep talking about the same thing over and over and over and over again. Like, what is he going to say different than what he already said? He already put his message out there that how he felt about Nick and how he felt about what Nick said. So it's time to move on from that. I mean, obviously, in the media, the media wants the juicy conversation back and forth to be able to, oh, my God, you hear what he said? But as a coach, you sit, it's like, man, I'm done with that now. It's time to move on. You know, we've already talked about it. I've seen him in the hallway. I'm sure you know we cut eyes on each other and we
1: keep it moving. How much of that is because? How much of that is because Nick Saban's the one who stepped in it? Then Jimbo Fisher can kind of take his shot, then take the high road, and Nick Saban's the one with the explaining to do, and Jimbo can just be like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, all,
2: all of that is true, but why continue to keep agitating the situation? I said what I said, Jay.
0: Okay, well, you know how this game works, man. We were—I I, I laughed at it as soon as I saw it happen. I was like people started attacking Jimbo Fisher. Oh, he took it over the line. I'm like, oh, okay, but he got attacked by the greatest coach of all but time. But that's the way the wind blows. You it know ain't crazy. It Nick yeah. says it. Like, and it's all, well, The whole Nick Saban defense was like, whoa, Jimbo, way too because personal. And he like,
2: it, because they realize if you cross Nick, you probably going to get yourself in trouble, trouble. Yep. moving down there the you line because go. you're going to need him. So they, when it first came out, like you said, Jay was like, Oh god what did Nick say? Oh Jimbo was right. He should have did that. Then Nick came back and said, "Well, you know, I really didn't mean to say it this way, guys. This is what it was. Jimbo should never say that about crossing the missed. line. All he crossed the line. Basically, that's the game. Nick's the guy. The they power knew
1: that. Well, you want to know where the power is. Let's look at that dynamic, right? You know it's basically People are making predictions. They look at the past. They go, Nick Saban's always going to be there. Always. We're going to need him going forward. Absolutely. We're not alienating the power,
2: right? No. We, meaning like when I say we, I'm talking about I'm a college coach basically now. I'm somewhere in the college circle. We said what we said about
1: Nick really quick. Now I got to get off that train. I can't,
2: <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't ride that train no, I mean, anymore. No, well, uh, now how out. much is
1: th- are things changing now, though? How, how emboldened will someone like Jimbo Fisher be with the NILs, with this and that, and, and with transfer portals, and with the money now if they got deeper pockets? No, he's going to
0: leave Nick alone. He he go,
2: you got to leave Nick alone now because one of the things that he did, Jay, is he rallied his troops. They spoke now. We're okay now. I had five million. I got fifty now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, y'all know I needed this
1: money. See what happened? Everybody's like, the okay. whole point of yes. Mick Saban going at Jimbo in the first was place was to get the money. Was but, to get
0: boosters to pony yes. up. Yes. Yeah. Just trust and believe. Every time we talk about these two, that line will be utilized by the media as a weapon to a degree. Which one? Where, where he talked about he knows where the bodies are buried. Yeah, yeah uh,
2: but nobody uh, cares about that now. That's well now, well
0: yeah, because now it's legal. Yeah, it's always it's with now. legal now, but still, like those are, it's legal though, key until it's not because it wasn't legal before, and if stuff were to ever get out about what happened before, that could ruin the credibility. Yeah, of but Nick he can always say I, he
2: can always say I don't. What, what is this guy talking yeah, about?
0: Uh, what are you? So but he didn't and, say that.
2: No, he, he hurried <laughs> up and, and jumped up and <laughs> made sure that it gets
1: squashed. Yeah,
2: but Nick can always put his hands. like, what is this hey, Jim? Yeah, just So
1: given that. that, given the fact that. Nick's basically fundraising, right? Yes. And given the fact that Jimbo's coming up in the world, given the new climate, did anyone actually overplay their hand or did everyone play it right up to the line and they're good?
2: See, he- here's what I would say. I like them both, and I respect both Jimbo and Nick Saban. But if you told me, Max, I had to pick one.
1: rolling with Nick? I'm rolling with Nick. <laughs> yeah, Man, yeah, yeah. I'm, He's I the just, greatest of all I, time. Yeah. I'm
2: rolling with him. I'm rolling with him because my money is – He'll be back in the in the final four. Agreed. And Jimbo Fisher will be trying. Maybe to figure yes, it Maybe yes, maybe no. Yeah, a lot of maybes with everyone
1: else. With Nick Saban, you are like, yeah, I'm he kind of, you yeah. know, he
2: got the best player in college football. <laughs> I am probably gonna side with Nick in terms of where he's at, not what what he said. But in terms of where he's at now. I'm one of those yeah. guys, you know, I got my five minute Nick Bash in. Now I'm with you yeah, again. Nick. Gonna,
0: and it did feel though like Jimbo and I we've known Jimbo for a while too. Jimbo took advantage of that opportunity, right? Like it was like, oh, the attention's on me. Let me tell y'all how I really feel. But we're yeah. gonna talk about Nick Saban way more than we'll talk about Jimbo Fisher.
1: No, but he's right. It's that was like, his moment. It's like a fight, like you have your opening, land your one, two, get out, man. Get out. Don't wait for the receipt. Get out. Get out. Yes. Get out. Let, Let it go me. to the cards. Yeah. Yeah. Nick was wrong. You <laughs> shouldn't
2: have did that, Nick. By the way. Hey, Nick, you want to come on our show? You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Don't get greedy, man. You landed the one-two. You don't you have to go. put a hook behind it. That's Just a right. one-two. So uh, here's the question now, guys. Did one of the NBA's big duo help set up this NBA Finals matchup? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2.
0: G-Sean, J-Will, and Max,
3: the podcast.